Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, usually start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and here like comes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Yeah. Welcome to the Hey, Girl, Hey podcast. What's up? <laughs> I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am y'all Millennial Chick, Jeer Jeer. And we have a special guest with us tonight. Um, she is the executive director. Is that true? Yeah. The new, the new executive director for the Homeless Children's Education Fund. Got it. Right here in the city of Pittsburgh, and they're doing amazing work with um with our communities, particularly the homeless community um here in Pittsburgh. And uh, we have the chatter chick, Lashawn. She says she's going to check in in just a second. Hello to Orlana Darkest Drury. She just checked in on LinkedIn. We are live. We're live on the Facebook. We're live on the LinkedIn. And we are live on the YouTube, as Lashawn would say. Kara uh, Knight's also checking in, too. So thank you so much for checking in, ladies. Um, so first things first, AJ, before we get to... Um, your beautiful organization, your wonderful yeah. organization. Uh, we're going to get into hot topics. That's usually how we do it. Okay. And so for hot topics this week, if you go to any uh, website, any media outlet, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. There's no avoiding this top story. ASAP Rocky was in the news last week for being arrested coming out of Barbados mm-hmm. with his, um, you know, I don't like saying baby mama, but Okay. Uh-oh. Where did Jerry go? Awesome, I don't know where Jerry went. Anyway, Jerry's coming back. So I hope I didn't boot her off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it, it's alleged that um, he's been cheating on Rihanna. And so so Jerry's back. I don't know if that was me or you. Sorry. I was like, She was like, I got to get the tea. I got to get the tea. Okay. So according to reports, there is this woman um claiming that ASAP Rocky has been sliding through her DMs and sending flirty messages. So she is claiming, according to the Jasmine brand, that the conversations started in December 2021 and then continued until last month. She also adds that ASAP Rocky first messaged her um, and she had no clue who he was. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Anyway, they have kind of been talking back and forth. And so I don't know how this story exploded like this, but she don't she ain't never seen the show Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking she was exactly. catfish. I'm oh, thinking she exactly. was catfish. She ain't seen TMZ, yeah. ain't been on any of the blog sites to see any of this stuff. So yeah. I, I kind of blame, I don't know, I don't if this is true. ASAP Rocky is wrong. Also, the person who leaked the story is wrong. Because I just feel like it's clickbait. But that's just me. People are just guilty of it. But Mm -hmm. that's just me. Y'all, AJ, you're our guest. You tell me what you you think. Well, you know, I I don't know what (laughs) to think. You know, I the only following of Rihanna I do is her makeup line. Um, But, uh, you know... I feel like you don't know what's going on in their home. 
and you don't know what kind of relationship they have. We mm-hmm. know that they are having a baby. That's mm-hmm. all we know. We have no idea what kind of relationship they have. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of different relationships out here and mm-hmm. we have no idea what's going on in mm-hmm. their home and their bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, and I quite frankly, here's me. I don't really care because I've come to an age that it is none of my business. What is happening? Okay. If okay. Rihanna don't care, I don't care. You okay. know, so and she has said nothing, Yeah. which, which, mm-hmm. you know, can mean she's handling it privately or which can mean that this is faulty information and she's mm-hmm. moving on and she's Rihanna, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I just heard this phase, you know, I was getting ready to use and I just, you know, bit my tongue about being a strong black woman. But, you know, at the end of the day, Rihanna has an inner strength inside of her and mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever see her sweat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's probably handling her situation in her home. Right. Well, let's the hope way she so. wants to do. Yeah. So, so, so basically, what AJ is saying, we need to mind our business. <laughs> so, mind our business. Got it. Got it. Until I'm sorry. then, I, I, I want to know what I the minute took. Mind of mine. No, 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 no. You're good. Because I mean, it, it, it is. You know, it is their business. It is their relationship. However, being, you know, people in the media, you know, we're hosting a podcast, and these are stories that you know is going around, and some of these stories can relate to real people some people think that these superstars can relate to them in their everyday lives or whatever and so they get so invested in their lives and so it's like oh my god i can't believe you treat rihanna that way rihanna's like my sister in my head and you know people really take it to heart but it is her business and that's her money so yeah and again we don't know what kind of relationship they have we have no idea mm-hmm. <laughs> but i, I want to know if young lady has been ever been catfished or seen the show catfish if so that would help she needs to take some notes you know <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he ask her for some money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, baby, uh, you got twenty dollars at your barb. Like, did she make it? Was ASAP Rocky? A real crowd. That would. That's the first thing you gotta. Right. Do. You gotta be your own invest investigator whenever you know someone's sliding your DMs because now mm-hmm. there's so many fake profiles and mm-hmm. I get so many uh you know follow requests from these fine handsome men and I know they ain't real mm-hmm. you know what I, mm-hmm. I know they're not real but um, the whole situation you figure you know Rihanna's a big superstar you know she's pregnant everyone mm-hmm. been, been wanting her to get pregnant right she's a billionaire mm-hmm. she's been dating ASAP Rocky Mm-hmm. I feel like people want them to mess up just like mm-hmm. any other relationship. Yeah. So they're trying to find every little thing. Yeah. Uh, earlier, before we got on air, I was telling uh, Kiki how um, there was a, a woman, you know, I, I don't know if it was the makeup artist or whoever it was, uh, they had, had alleged that they was messing. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep, yeah. I remember. I remember. And then um, we didn't hear anything about it. And then next she thing, recanted. You know, she recanted her story. She took oh, it back. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, she said, I said, like, no, I said, yeah, like, no. I you're going to blow up somebody's life and then say, oh, I'm sorry. And then, say, yeah. mm-hmm. and then next, you know, we see Rihanna and ASAP Rocky coming out of an uh, airport in Barbados. So we're like, all right, they're cool. Now, this story. So people are going to find every and anything, especially mm-hmm. because now they're publicly out there with their yeah. relationship and they're yeah. starting a family. They're going to find anything to. You know, make a book bad and break them up until one of them come out and say it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it is what it is. What can you do? Okay. Well, what can we do about Who the F Cares News, Black China? Mm-hmm. 
first up, I think we talked about her. Did we talk about her last show when she was saying that uh, she wasn't getting any child support from Tiger and Black Rob? We was like, so anyway, again, um, you know, it, it's that's why it's called Who the F Cares News. She actually wanted to get a do-over from her testimony. She's suing the Kardashians. And I guess she didn't like her first testimony. So she was like, can I do that again? You mind if I do that again? Because, you know, I wasn't right in my mind. And so, <laughs> and so the judge was like, uh, no. That's not going to happen. Um, it's some very compelling testimony from Rob Kardashian, who we never hear from, um, and just basically saying that she was abusive and and uh, she held a gun to his head or a knife or um, basically that she's crazy and her mom is crazy. Her mom threatened to judge and it says she wasn't threatening to judge. They have been pretty entertaining these past few days, getting me through a lot of uh, dull moments, I must say. <laughs> never dull moments. Yeah, no. never a dull moment. <laughs> and, and and I think one of the executive producers, according to the Jazz Brand or TMZ, said the reason why um, her show was never even discussed to extend. Like the producers was like, it doesn't have anything to do with the Kardashians. It may have, it may not have. I don't know. Again, that's their business in my AJ voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> another another story is, and this is so stupid, but I guess, okay, if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, I do not, because I just can't with my spirit. I, my spirit can't handle I it. Used to watch it. I can't do it. I, I don't even know why this show is still, it's like Young and the Restless. Why are they on the air? <laughs> I they, was a faithful viewer. I was, <laughs> but then I realized that I... I always felt the urge to want to throw water at somebody. You know, it's like, exactly. like I want to throw water or something at somebody. Well, the cast members, um, they wrote, they reshot their promo videos. They didn't like it. Um, and they paid for it. I don't know why this was news. Who cares? Don't know. But I actually like the reshoot. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I'm not going to watch the show, but all right, whatever. Um, I'm also not going to watch this biopic. Anybody care for SWV's biopic? Wasn't there a reality show? Why do we need a biopic? Who wants to see that? I don't want to see it. I'm the silent fourth member of SWV. Nobody knows this. Um, And so, you know, I've lived it. So I don't need to relive it again. Yeah, I don't need to re-see it again. But uh, maybe some people want to. But would y'all watch it? It's probably going to be on Lifetime. It's definitely going to be on Lifetime. Them biopics is always on Lifetime and no other channel. They must got a contract with people who make biopics. Girl, I just hope whoever signs it will get them some good wigs. (laughs) Them wigs, child. Child, them wigs is done. (laughs) They done, child. Them units is... I really wanted to see the TLC biopic because... I don't know, you know, growing up, listening to their music and, you know, understanding a little bit of their drama that happened, you know, with Left Eye and the football player and la, 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 and Chili. Um, But I'm not going to necessarily tune into the SWV biopic. I mean, if I trip on it, you know, I'm, you know, looking at the streaming apps and I see, oh, let me look at it. I'm I ain't doing nothing. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sad. That's... Right. It, it is. I appreciate their music. I'm a fan yeah. of their music, oh, yeah. but I don't need this. And it could be because I'm just older now. Yeah. But they had a reality show. And they I don't watch that either. Okay. I remember she said, that. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a reality show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might tune in just because I really love SWV and I still listen to their music, um, their own music. And I really, I don't know if you had watched it um, when they had did the verses with um, mm -hmm. Escape. Escape. I was just like, oh, man. I know like, their music, hands down, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Their music so, is just amazing. Even bigger fans. I don't oh, like definitely. Stuff, the actors are good. So. Yeah. <laughs> the actors in the wigs. I but let me also say this real quick. I don't mean to cut anybody off, but let yeah. me also say this. I'm not mad at anybody trying to get their money. I'm not mad at anybody. Ooh, I, got, I was knocked out. Uh-oh. You were you're here. No, uh oh, sir. I don't see you guys. Well, I'm just gonna finish what I was saying. Um, I'm not mad at anyone anybody trying to extend their, you know, you know, resurgence, right? Mm -hmm. Is that they did the verses and people downloaded their music, they saw, yeah. you know, they rediscovered them. So I'm not mad at anything that they do. Mm -hmm. Here you guys go. <laughs> you were yeah. here the whole time. We saw you, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so so here we go. I need you all to guess what celebrity has another job. It is time to guess what celebrity has another job. What celebrity has added another gig to his or her resume? Is it Nick Cannon? Yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled, another one. Tiffany Haddish or Steve Harvey? Ooh. I'm in between Nick and Steve. What you got, AJ? I think there are three on the list that are so, there are hustlers at heart. They do anything to keep their brand moving. And so that bag I, moving. Yeah, and that bag, <laughs> and I'm not, again, I'm not mad at them right, for that, right, but right. Um, I would say Steve Harvey. You are right. If I had a prize, I'd give it to you. I was getting ready to ask. Where's my prize? You don't win a prize. You don't got anything. Hey, to my brother. My brother's listening. My brother's watching on YouTube. Hey, Tony Mejia. All right, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is the winner. Um, well, not the winner, but Steve Harvey now has job 13. Um, the 65-year-old entertainment, entertainment mogul. I would call him a mogul. Um, he's now added... Uh, media talents to technology. He is aiming to make sure more diverse voices can be heard through his new partnership with Black-led entertainment app, Pop Viewers Incorporated. So he is now on board. He is now doing that. So he's do he's into tech now. So that's awesome. I'm thinking, I think that's smart too. So if you've lost count, Steve Harvey is a host, an actor, writer, producer, and a comedian. He hosts the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I didn't know that was still on the air. Steve Harvey Morning Show, Family Feud, Celebrity Family Feud, Miss Universe, Family Feud Africa? Nah. And arbitration-based court comedy, Judge Steve Harvey. That brother, wow. that brother making some money. Yes, he is. And he is making some money. I'm Here not mad at I ain't mad at Mr. Harvey. Teach me the ways, honey. Teach exactly. Show me. Show me the way. Man. Man. That brother is working. You know. What blew me away was Family Feud Africa. That's a new one. That's it. I'd never. Can you imagine Family Feud Africa? No. <laughs> I have to find that on YouTube. I have exactly. to find that. All right. So here's the last last story for Who the F Cares News. <laughs> and then we'll get to AJ, I promise. So the Jasmine brand, they're my, they're my source, my media source, because I think they're hilarious and I love their, their, their uh, content. Um, they've reported that, well, have you watched? 
probably not AJ. Um, the Kardashians on Hulu. No, come I know, on. I know, I know, I know. She's <laughs> busy. She's busy. I'm boring. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not boring because even if you haven't watched, you kind of know somewhat of what's happening with this family. Um, and it was um on one of the episodes of the Kardashians. Kanye West is actually in this episode. Mm-hmm. He um he surprised Kim with the remaining footage of her infamous sex tape that features Ray J. So if you recall, she was upset that her kids were going her kids are gonna fight. <laughs> Mommy, how did we get rich? Well, 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 here's one the formula. Day, one day, mommy. <laughs> oh my god. And Uncle Ray J hit record. So he he has the hard drive, the computer tower, the mon and the monitor mm-hmm. from Ray J. The hard drive reportedly featured unseen footage of the two uh, the night they uh, shot their infamous sex tape, which I have yet to see and I don't care to see. Right. But yeah, but uh, there's been copies, I'm sure. I yeah. have something to say about this. I'm please, sorry. Please, I'm, please like, do. I'm like, I'm like, I. This is an unpopular opinion mm-hmm. because we have a feel of the Kardashians. We feel a certain way about the Kardashians. I believe Kanye is mentally abusive, right? Yes. I believe he has his own challenges that he and his own demons that he needs to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I'm with D.L. Hughley. When D.L. Hughley was doing that um, that radio show and he talked about if this was anyone else doing these things to a woman, we yeah. would be talking about about this is abusive. He is taking her through mental abuse. Mm -hmm. He is stalking her. He is making it unpleasant for her to just live. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe she knew all of Kanye when she got married. It doesn't dismiss his behavior, Mm -hmm. but I believe she knew what she was getting because Kanye West was after her for a long time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Only after the second or third marriage failed did she finally say yes to Kanye and all that other stuff. She knew what she was getting when she got married, but that does not excuse his behavior toward her. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm Period. 120%. I I agree with you on that. uh, He's been showing this behavior. It's just, um, it would come in like spurts. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then when she, when the divorce was filed and everything like that, that's when everything blew up. He was really showing his colors. I mean, he got a house uh, across the street from her and he's threatening her boyfriend and he saying all these things about her mother and then putting tweets out there talking about he wanted, she wanted to get an abortion with the first child. I mean, he was really taunting her, you know? And yeah. It was in and these new girls around knowing that he really didn't like her, you know, these fake Kim lookalikes, you know what I'm saying? Just to make her jealous and she doesn't even care, you know what I mean? She really wants to move on with her life and now the whole thing with the sex tape is like we all know. We know. What, what, it's nothing new, like what What more are you trying to do? Like it's, it's but how also, does she tell? How does she tell her children? Because I believe that was the biggest thing. You know, how do I tell my children? Because we're in the age that there's information at your fingertips, right. and these young, these young, one of them's already on TikTok. Yeah. So I mean, they they know this stuff. They know that there's cameras around. So how do? 
And that's another, I mean, let's bring it home. Let's make it a local, mm-hmm. a local situation. When you have a, a young mom or mm-hmm. a young dad that's constantly on social media, twerking, you know, mm-hmm. living life, we don't want to say dangerously because right. they're just, to them, it may be freeing. It's just, they're just right. living a free spirited life. Right. Um, we look at it as dangerous and irresponsible. So then when they have a child, how do they have this conversation with their children or child to say, well, this is how mom lived before. Cause we all had that parent, that party. We went to house parties with our parents and didn't know that stuff was going on. Some of them was at, some of them was brothels. Some of them was at, you know what I mean? Was, you know, we had, Family members that was drunks and crackheads right. and racist. I mean, not racist, but rapists. And we didn't right. know this. We just had right. Uncle, Uncle right. Tommy in the, in the attic. So we didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you think that this conversation should go? I'm a proponent of telling the truth, right. but age appropriate truth, right? You know, um, I recall last summer, uh, I took my son to Florida. You know, we lived in Florida for 18 years, but I took him to Florida just for a, a vacation, quick vacation, right? And I talked to him before we went to Florida because the last time we were in Florida, he was a little kid, right? So I talked to him about, we're going to be on the beach. You know, what's going what, what will you be comfortable with? with mommy wearing? Mm. What would you be comfortable with mommy doing? And mm-hmm. he told me, he was very specific. And I was like, okay, I have to listen to him because he he's a young person. He's internalizing these things. He doesn't necessarily like men around. He's coming into his own. Mm-hmm. He's the protector. He's trying to be a protector. So I had to have a real conversation with him on that. But dealing um, with and this is not directly, I'm not an educator. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, you know, um, deal with children every day, but I've always heard in, in trying to talk to your children about whatever's going on in the world, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's the pandemic, you need to be truthful with them, right. but age appropriate truthfulness. If mommy did this before, you need to figure out the truthful way to let your child know that you may encounter this. So what can you say in order for you to be okay if you encounter this, right? Okay. That's where, that's my opinion. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Sean. Hey, hey girl. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi, how are you? Sean, that's AJ Jefferson. She's our guest this week. She's yes. the executive director for the Homeless Children uh, Education Fund. We're going to talk more about her amazing organization. We got eight more minutes. So uh, I know you caught the, the last of that. You know, we talk about your favorite couple, Kanye and Kim. Uh-huh. What you got to say, Sean? Yeah. Girl, your timing is impeccable because you came right in. <laughs> or she was like, Damn is it? it! I did not but, know. I was but is it? But is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, perfect. I'm, perfect I'm so. I so am not a Kanye or a Kim fan. I so yeah. do not care. Okay. Um, and I think they do just too much. I mean, with social media, people need to stop. No one thinks about the future when it comes to social media. Yeah. All they think about is the gratification of now. So yeah. no one thinks when they have kids now. You you said something about, you know, we we went to parties, we did stuff or or with our parents or we saw stuff that our parents did, but mm-hmm. they they corrected us when we were going wrong. You yeah. know, like 
It was like ain't no kid, ain't no kids in this room, right? This is grown right. folk business. Get out of grown folks conversation. We might have been, we might have been there in the same place, but yeah. we weren't in the same place, right? Know? Like if right. they had a party and it was downstairs in the basement, we were upstairs, uh-huh. so we didn't know about what's going on. We could, we could make up assumptions and allude to it, but mm-hmm. now social media, they get to see their parents doing this ignorant stuff on television, right. and it lives with them for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think I think people get really ignorant when it whenever they get on social media and they just think about themselves themselves and they don't think about the ramifications of later. This is how what this is going to do for your kids. I mean, the fact that their kids are going to get bullied because of this, because of something you did. um, Your mom's only famous because of this. Right. So many different guys and things. It's it's not cute. Now is like, yeah, it was recorded, you know, with a camera you pop in a tape but it's at the tip of your fingers with your phone all you have to do is search it and it comes up that tape live sometimes live, right right live you know, that tape is Wait, never going to go anywhere I, 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 I was um, I'm addicted to TikTok I am I like watching videos and I never realized how much time goes by and you look up and be like oh my god how long have I been looking at this um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were people in jail on TikTok Live, yeah. live from jail. It amazing. Right, I was like, mm, "What? Is this real?" Yeah. Yes. It's yes. Technology. Yeah, that, that I didn't was... know they were allowed to have technology. Yeah, I don't think they are. <laughs> I mean, they get technology, free cable, free food. Oh, they get tablets. They do get tablets. They get tablets. Oh, okay. They do get tablets. Okay. But, yeah. but I brought that up to say, like, things that you put out there. You know, it can either stays in it. It it can either work for you or it can work against you. You can't go to the judge and say, "No, but I wasn't on TikTok," and be like, "Wait a minute." (laughs) Yeah, you go right there and go, your boy, your homeboy. You got a fingerprint. Yeah, you you have to be more careful. They come back up too. They find everything. You just got to be careful. So, but he didn't. He didn't win Kim back anyway. Even though he got the tape for. He didn't win Kim back. Uh, I'm so. sorry. Like he's doing that seat the harassment. You know but, what I mean? The last thing I have to say about this is Kim Kardashian is the executive producer of that show. So how much of it is real? Okay. You know, we get caught up in this and we think it's reality. And then we look at the credits and we say, oh, she's the EP. Hmm. Mm -hmm. She's Mm -hmm. the boss. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens without her clearing it. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. taped. It's taped. And she does it to her own detriment. Like you clear that just because you're because of money. Right. It's not like, it's not like, you know, all right, well, I'm the executive producer of this show, but you look foolish. Girl, you look dumb. But she's Mm -hmm. made millions, almost billions of dollars looking foolish and dumb. She's not going to stop. She's not going to stop. Let's stop giving her money talking about it because I think yeah, we I'm talked about it. I'm over it. She's just like, keep talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All yeah. right. So my dog just knocked down my green screen. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, um, so that just happened. So we're gonna take a quick break and we are gonna talk about something that is real, something that that is important and necessary for us to engage in good conversation about because these are children. Um, these are children 
who are homeless and in need of housing and in need of education and need of mentorship. And it's just, we're going to find more of what these young people need with Ardana. Uh, is it Ardana or Ardana? Ardana. Ardana. You said Ardana. it perfectly. <laughs> Ardana Jefferson, AJ, mm -hmm. uh, the executive director for the Homeless Children Education Fund. And we're going to talk about how you can be a part of helping them and continuing the, to provide, continuing the effort to provide resources uh, towards this um this program, this organization. So we're going to take a quick break. See, Sean came in just on, in time. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with AJ Jefferson of the Homeless Children Education Fund. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast, the Urban Media Today. Hold tight. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey Girl Hey. Hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey. I missed y'all. We took a couple weeks off, I think. How many weeks did we take off? We took a couple weeks off. Yeah, about a couple weeks. Yeah. And it was my birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. King Brown. I am not a woman of a certain age, but I'm a year away from a woman of a certain age. Or should, oh. am I supposed to say a woman? Can I say a woman of a certain age? Yeah, you are. Oh, oh. 40 is the new 30 and 50 is the new 35. Yeah. You're, a certain, oh. you're, a certain, you're a certain age. Okay. I am a certain age. I am a certain age. Anyway, had a great, had a great birthday. Did you all have a good, good time off? Um, yeah. Ardana, I mean, Ardana, you, Ardana, you've been working hard, so I know what you've been doing. We're going to talk about what you've been doing lately, but Sean, how's everything with you? Jerry, how's everything with you? Because we've been off. It's been good. It's busy. Yeah. I was just saying, you know, getting over a little sickness. I think I did too much, but mm -hmm. I'm back in effect, ready to go. So. Yeah, we, we partied on, at the uh, blackout party. Oh yeah, you guys didn't tell me about it, but I'm good. You all. wasn't gonna go. You <laughs> <laughs> wasn't gonna go. No, you weren't gonna go. You weren't gonna go. Girl, Whatever. I'm tired. I ain't gonna go. Yeah, she ain't gonna go. Anyway, uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by the Allegheny County Health Department. Uh, Friday, the Allegheny County Health Department is going to be at the Pit Karen Night Market. They're going to have a full setup, free condoms, just letting you know, um, and all that other good stuff to help you have uh, safe sex and more information about uh, HIV and STD testings. You need to stop by the Pit Karen Night Market for more information. Stop by the Allegheny County Health Department in the Hill District to get tested. 412-578-8081. Or you can log on to AlleghenyCounty.us slash HIV for more information. Tell them I sent you, okay? Um, another amazing organization helping uh, members of our community, particularly those who are homeless, particularly those who are homeless children, is the Homeless Children Education Fund. Ordana Jefferson is here. She's the executive director for HCEF. Thank you so much for saying yes. Thank being you on for the inviting. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And thanks for chiming in on Hot Topics and telling us to mind our damn business. So, I didn't say that. No, <laughs> she was like, wait a minute. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. 
I said, I'm minding my business. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Thanks for being on the show. So what is the Homeless Children Education Fund for those who are watching and those who are listening? Uh, tell us about the um, organization. Yeah, well, the organization is 23 years. And what we do present day is we push into homeless shelters, we push into schools, we push into anywhere we need to. We provide support on people's porches, in the library, people's living rooms, wherever there is a child that has instability in their housing, um, we're there to support that child. And when I say instability, people get a vision of homelessness and they think homelessness is all is on the street, that they're living on the street. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily the case. Um, um, the McKinney-Vento Act is the act that says any child that does not have a permanent nighttime residence is considered a McKinney-Vento student, and they are allowed to be uh, enrolled in school under the McKinney-Vento Act. That means because they have instability in their housing, they don't have to produce the necessary paperwork that other children that need to produce in order to register for, for school. Mm -hmm. And then there are also services and support for that child and that family. But we're really on the front lines, uh, my staff and I, trying to support children, trying to create education equity. You know, having stable housing is one of the foundations of life. Children need stability in order to pursue and achieve, right? When that is taken away from them, it's hard for them to focus on school. So my team is there to get, to keep them focused on school, to work with schools, to provide wraparound services if children need food, uh, clothing, uh, temporary shelter, if they need bus passes, whatever they need in order to continue to pursue their education. That is what we're here to do. Okay. And what type of help are, are you looking for from the community? I will, because I asked this, there, um, there is a kiosk set up. If you're here in the city of Pittsburgh and you are familiar with the strip district, there is a kiosk set up. So this is one method. I guess I just answered my own question. There is a kiosk set up at Salem's Market and Grill mm -hmm. on Penn Avenue and customers can make donations on that kiosk. But what other, um, what additional help do you need from the community? Like what, you know, to add to resources that you all provide? So the primary thing we need from the community is something that is very simple. We need you to be our eyes and our ears. You know, if you see a child and that child has been wearing the same clothes for the last three, four or five days, if you see a child and they are, you know, simple questions that you're asking that child and they can't give you feedback. If you see a child and you know that they, you know, aren't sleeping in a stable environment, if you know what's going on in their family, we need you guys to be our eyes and ears and refer that child to us. Go on our website, homelessfund.org, refer that child to us so we can reach out to that child or that child's family and provide services. So that's number one. And my team is really in the next couple of months going to be aggressively going out into the community, really uh, showing people what the signs and signals are of homelessness. 
homelessness. So we need you guys to be advocates for these children. And we care for children from kindergarten all the way up to 24 years of age. Just because they've graduated high school does not mean they don't still need our support. Our focus is getting our children into college or career as they start to get through the high school stage of life. So our staff is going into schools, Brashear, Westinghouse, Prep, mm -hmm. U Prep, those schools to uh, actually provide service support for those children. So to answer that question, I need you to be advocates. Secondarily, support the cause, right? You heard that, is it Salim's? <laughs> Salim's Salem's market. I didn't have to meet with Abdullah for five minutes before he was like, yes, I'm mm -hmm. going to do this for you guys because the need is real. We need to expand our infrastructure. And a lot of people don't like to hear this, but there's only a certain number of children every staff person can manage because mm -hmm. they're case managers. They are experiencing everything these children are experiencing and trying to continue to move them forward. So we're trying to expand our organization. We're trying to grow. Oh, we're trying to add more social workers. We're trying to add more educators. I, I, for the last month, I've been going out with my staff, um, meeting families, meeting children at libraries, meeting children on porches, meeting children in the shelters in order to see the work that they're doing and understand the work that they're doing. And so we need more of those. We need more staff. So every dollar that you can give to support the effort of adding more professionals on this team to listen, there are 3,100 McKinney Vento students identified in Allegheny County. Wow. And we think that number is drastically underreported because the statistic is one out of every 10 child has or is experiencing homelessness. So let me give you an example. When I moved back home and back home is Pittsburgh um, in 2017, and I had to live with my mother for a couple of months because I, I, on a whim, I decided mm -hmm. I was going to move back home. Mm -hmm. And I lived live with my mother for a few months. My son was a McKinney-Vento student, and he was enrolled as a McKinney-Vento student, and he was provided wraparound services. Well, that's, that is the one of the best case scenarios, right? You don't have to worry about my child. He was with his grandmother consistently. There was a there was a stable place for him to be, but it wasn't my residence. So mm -hmm. he would still be considered a McKinney Vento student. Mm -hmm. But there are children who are doubled up in auntie and grandma's house, sleeping on sofas. There are children that are sleeping in deplorable situations that you guys don't even want to know about. I have a student that we're working with right now who's sleeping in her car. So we are getting her an extended stay. So these are the real things that are happening with our children right now. We're getting her an extended stay. We're trying to work with her to start her job. And then we're talking to a major employer in this community about getting her trained and working for them. So that that's the process. So like I said, every dollar helps us to expand our infrastructure, helps me to add one more educator, one more social worker, one more adult on my team that can actually handle the thousands of children that we need to connect with in this county specifically every day. Do you ever deal with pushback from pride? 
You know, when you have families that are like, no, no, I'm fine. I don't want help. I'll take care of my child. Or, um, you know, you said if you see a child um, that you feel is in, what is it, inhabitable uh, environment, unstable environment, housing, Mm -hmm. housing, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are people that say, you know, I'm just going to mind my business or I don't want to say anything because I don't want to split them up. Right. You know, is this a government program that people don't need to fear? Like, tell us about those. They're not splitting up families. If mom and dad are with their children and they're trying to make it work, we're not government. We're not coming in. We're not, you know, a CYF or whatever the acronym is right Mm -hmm. now to come in and split those children up. We want children to stay with their parents if they are in a loving and and nurturing environment with their parents. What we want to do is aid that family to take take care of that student. So if they need um, transportation, we're going to buy a bus pass. If they need food, we're going to go out and buy them food or we're going to give them gift cards to Giant Eagle to get them food. If they need shelter temporarily until they get to their permanent shelter, we're going to get them an extended stay. We're going to get them what they need in order to stay together as a family or for that child to be in a measure of stability. If it's a shelter program and we need to continue ongoing education, education. Sojourner House Moms, uh, they have it's Sojourner House, but Moms is the program. Mm-hmm. And we're building an outdoor infrastructure for them to continue educating their children wherever the pandemic leads us. If it's up, if it's down, if it's big, if it's small, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. On their property, we're building an outdoor education structure. So it doesn't matter what's happening in the environment. We can always work with those shelter staff to educate those children. Right. So we're not here dividing families up. We're here making sure kids get through high school so they can go to college or career. That's what we're here for. That's a good thing, too. I mean, I think that's awesome because people every time we hear something about systems, everybody think it's it's a government system. It's good. It's designed to take families because in the past that has happened. Yeah. And I think one thing that the pandemic taught us about. Um, teenagers and homelessness, that there's a whole bunch more than we thought. Yeah. Because when we were on lockdown and you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere, right. if you're homeless, where do you go? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I saw a lot of yeah. teenagers that were homeless. And I do property management. So at the time when I was doing that, when the pandemic was coming around, I had they were building the building. Mm-hmm. And so there were like doors and stuff, you know, that it wasn't quite built. I would see these kids around the building, you know, and then I would see like some kids skateboarding and then they would duck off. I wouldn't see them anymore. And I was like, oh, I think they're staying in the abandoned building. And they were. Yeah, yeah, they were. Exactly. um, mm-hmm. Because there was nowhere for them to stay. Like they can be out during the day, but during mm-hmm. pandemic, you know, when they told everybody, state of emergency, you can't be out. We can't Where be out. You go. So mm-hmm. Pitts, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, especially, I know, had to address this issue mm-hmm. because we didn't know that they were they were the invisible. Yep. Um, yep. And, and you know, we would always see that one or that one or two people. They were older, and mm-hmm. we thought. Mental illness, that's why they're homeless. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. And, you know, we're actually working with the city of Pittsburgh right now to get our staff in parks and rec uh, areas because, again, what you just said is um, 
teenagers are trying to figure out wherever they can lay their heads, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. our staff want to go into the parks and rec areas and these different parks in the city and actually provide services, emergency wraparound services. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, you know, teenagers are teenagers. They don't want people to know that they're struggling. They mm -hmm. don't want people to know that they're not living with their parents or they're wearing the same clothes or they can't do this or they can't do that. So we're very very um, private about, you know, their information. When we go into schools, we make sure that we're not calling them out specifically for this. Yeah. They're, they're being called, you know, could be to the nurse's office. So, you know, the nurse needs to see them. It could be to the social worker's office because they need to have X, Y, and Z. But then we go in and we partner with that school liaison to sit down and talk to that child and see what their needs are. And I just did a, a, a site visit with our uh, teen outreach staff and they're loved in these schools and these teens respect them because we respect them. We respect their privacy. We respect their rights. We don't push them more than they need to be pushed other than, you know, that good nurturing love. Nurturing love wants you to be successful and wants you to move forward. But they built trust and respect with these group of teenagers and trust and respect with the elementary school children and their families. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we're in shelters. We work with shelters and the shelter staff love our staff as well because our our priority is just to, to help we just want to help you're new in this position aj mm -hmm. and i see so much passion in you um I, I, i'm, I'm going to assume that you knew about uh this program you did not so that's I good that i should not what mm -hmm. was it about ever i always answer my own question so what was what was the, I'm going to take this job. What was it that made you say, you know what? I, 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 I can't, I, I, because you were a part of another amazing program that, that helped, you know, the, the members of the community. And so for this particular one, I see the passion. So what was it? What was it that made you just say, all right, okay, you got me. Where's so the paper I can sign it right now. I've always been an advocate for the rights of children and women. I have a child, he has autism. I have a child who was identified as homeless when we enrolled him in the school. So I've been through the process. You know, I got the looks. I saw people who didn't understand, you know, why I didn't have a stable home for my child because they were assuming something, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I when, when they reached out to me to interview for this position, I really had to process the fact and talk with my mother who happened to be, um, uh, you know, a staff member of, of the Department of Human Services. So everything that I'm talking about, she's lived as well. Um, and talk with her and really identify the fact that I didn't feel good when my son was enrolled as a child uh, of homelessness, as a mm -hmm. McKinney-Vento student. Mm -hmm. um, and can you imagine a mom who's, who's really struggling or a parent, a father who's really struggling and all they want is something better for their child. Mm -hmm. That is all they want. So I put that mindset on. And for 25 years, I worked in nonprofit and it's always been geared toward building healthy kids and healthy families. You know, I came from Hosanna House. And at the end of the day, 
working in Hosanna House, again, not providing direct care. I was always a part of the department that, uh, uh, you know, grew revenue in order to provide direct mm -hmm. care, mm -hmm. is that we dealt with homeless families. We dealt with families coming from instability and in, in, in their housing situations there as well. So it was a continuation of my work with uh, Hosanna House. And I am actually helping to partner Hosanna House and Homeless Children's Education Fund through programming and services. We can mm -hmm. use existing organizations that have children naturally coming in and out of their doors to provide emergency um, funding to these families, many grants to any child that wants to pursue education but doesn't have the financial resources to pursue it. Any teenager that is uh, progressing into college or career, we have a $2,500 award that we give out to several teenagers who are pursuing different academic or career pursuits beyond high school. So, you know, th this is just natural for me. I, I love people. I want to see women and children win. So it's just natural for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jerry. Say, um, what would you say, since you've been in this position only for a short amount of time, has been the hardest thing uh, about being executive director? And what have you learned about yourself? Mm -hmm. I think the hardest thing that I've experienced is understanding the stories. You know, um, I'm actually getting ready to shed a tear. When you talk about a child that has been out of school for five years because their families are going through such traumatic situations that they can't even get it together enough to make sure their child is enrolled in school and we have to go and intervene we go into a shelter and i see a mom who a couple of weeks ago just had a baby but had to force herself up because because the system was requiring her to get up and she had a really hard time with this pregnancy, get up and figure out what she's doing with her children. Mm -hmm. The stories are the most impactful, but they're also the most motivational, right? It makes me get up every day and go talk to X, Y, and Z and, and partner with whomever I need to partner with in order to continue to fuel this work. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I answered both of your questions. I'm not sure, but that is the hardest part of this, hearing these stories. Yeah. Um, but the great thing is that we have solutions. We have a solution. That's the great thing. The other thing is we're not the end all and the be all. We have a network of 200 providers that work in this space that if a family or a child is referred to us and we can't meet their in, uh, immediate needs, we refer to another organization and they can meet their immediate needs. You know, so we're a network. We're a fund. We provide uh, financial resources, and we provide pencils, book bags, paper, tablets, phones, whatever the child needs to continue to pursue their education through high school. Hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Because you have so easy. It, not so easy, but it helps a, a child or anybody mentally if they have a stable home. It does. You know, and and just to have that, because it's it's interesting that you said that even if you're living with someone, you're considered homeless. You are. Yeah. Because at any time, they can say, you got to go. Exactly. And so, that's exactly right. At any yeah. time, they can say, you have to go. 
We have okay. no, no one considers that. No one considers right. like when you live with somebody that they're you're potentially you're homeless. Everybody's like, oh, let you know, the more the merrier. Or you know, if your name isn't on the lease or your name isn't on on yep. um, anything, yep. the mortgage, yep. the lease, mm -hmm. whatever it is, yep. your you child are. is considered homeless. But you're you're supposed to be given certain benefits and you have certain rights. So here's the thing. We talk about the possible shame of telling people you're in the situation. Get the benefits if you're in the situation. Get the money. Get the social worker. Get the things that are going to shore your family up and make sure your child is given the best out of a not so great situation. Do it, right? Do it. Yeah. You have a, um, is there an event coming up? I do. <laughs> so we have a um, event. It's called our Champions for Children event. It's our annual fundraising event. This year we're doing it at Phipps Botanical Garden. It's our garden party, and we're gonna have we're gonna gather several hundreds of people together in order to hear our story, understand what we do, and yes, we're gonna ask them to support it. We're gonna ask them to come out of their pockets and help us. Again, it could be something as small as a dollar, five dollars, or as large as five thousand um, dollars. What every little bit counts. And so, yes, we are very excited. It's June second. Uh, kicks off at five thirty at Phipps botanical garden if you go to homelessfun.org you'll see information about that special event you'll also see information on that website about referring a child or a family to receive services okay that's june 2nd yes. 5 30 p.m phipps conservatory in oakland it is a fundraising event should we uh spanks and heels are we talking spanks and heels <laughs> so, spanks, we are talking, and lashes? so we are talking from business all okay. the way up to cocktail, if you okay. like. Okay. Exactly. It's not club, more, not club, though. You know, not, not, not club. No. I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> business to club. You can business the club. You know, after just, the event, you can go to the club. But okay. 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 but it's it's gonna be a wonderful event. It's gonna bring a lot of Pittsburghers out to support this organization that needs support. And you need to go to homelessfund.org uh, for more information on that. Any um, Anything you want to add to, because you've said a lot and we've learned a lot. And I'm so glad that uh, listeners and viewers can watch this and listen to this on the replay. Um, what, what, anything else you want to add to, yes. if there's, a, if there is someone, you know, there's a lot of teens, a lot of young people that listen to podcasts okay. um, and they, and they may have been on Podbean, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, you know, whatever, find us. And they, and they, they ran into this episode um, and they're listening. What is something you want to say to that teen that could possibly be homeless or that mother uh, that's homeless. What do you want to say to them? What I want you to do is I want you to get out your phone and go to info at homelessfund.org. If you are finding yourself in a situation that you need support, that your children need a tutor in order to get back to grade level, if they, if they need academic tools, anything you need, go to info at homelessfund.org. Shoot us an email so we can meet you at the school. We can meet you in your neighborhood. We can find out what it is that you need, and then we can be a con 
conduit for those services, right? That is main thing, priority okay. one. And then anybody who's not feeling that in that unstable uh, environment or unstable housing situation, be a superhero, be an advocate, open your eyes. If there are children that you perceive you believe are living on someone's sofa or are living in deplorable situations, living in a shelter, and they're not receiving our services, go to info at homelessfund.org and send us a referral so we can follow up with it. I love that. Organa, thank Fathers you so much. Too. Fathers too. I know. Yeah. I'm saying mamas, dads too. I'm so sorry. But is it is it the majority of cases? Are they moms though? The majority of cases, eighty to eighty five percent of our uh, participants are uh, led by female female families, female led families, and they're black and brown. Okay. Mm. So again, my son was a McKinney Vento student. I am a single parent. Mm -hmm. I've been a single parent for a long time. Mm -hmm. I am the profile mm -hmm. of, a, of a family going through this situation. Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. think about me, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. Black single mother, the 80 to 85% of our participants. Thank you so much, Ardana. Uh, Executive Producer, Homeless Children Education Fund. Uh, homelessfund.org is the website to get more information, make a donation, volunteer, uh, anything that you that you feel um, is tugging at your heart right now to give to this organization. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I love you, AJ. So anything that that you're that you're um, that you're doing, you know, I'm, I'm in full support. So I, I thank you so much for saying yes to the invite, uh, being on the show time. today. I do have her chick name, but before we give her her chick name, <laughs> I'm going to ask Jerry to let everyone know how they can um, how they can hear us, how they can catch episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast. So to catch past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, all you have to do is look us up on wherever streaming apps are. I'm not even mm -hmm. going to name them all, but mm -hmm. y'all can find us there. Mm -hmm. look up they're, they're here. They're here. They're right behind they're, you. They're right behind me in the, this side right there. This, wait. Yeah, I see that. Virtual background sucks because my thumb is, my yes. fingers lost. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> my fingers lost. So anyway, this is, LaShawn, do, do you want me to? You got no, it. so you can reach us via email at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com or you can call us at 412-709-6130. Okay. Um, and then you can reach us on social media at Hey Girl Hey 2018 on Twitter and the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Facebook and the Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018 on IG. Okay. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I was trying to make sure she didn't forget. It's, it's been a minute. All right. So thank you so much for watching and listening to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Urban Media Today Talk Sports is next. I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm y'all millennial chick, jeer, jeer. Jeer, jeer. And I text her that, jeer, jeer. Thank you, jeer, jeer. That's how I text her. I say jeer, jeer. And we have the passion chick. The oh, passion yeah. chick. The passion chick, Miss AJ, executive director of the Homeless Children <laughs> Education Fund. If you did not see 
anything, if you didn't get anything from this, I know one thing you got is that this young lady has passion for what she is doing, a passion for the baby. So much love to you, love to your son. Thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing the information about uh, homeless children education fund. Uh, you know, cheap plug, if you are ever in Pittsburgh, if you are in Pittsburgh, please stop down Sables Market and Grill. Um, not only order the samosas and lamb chops, but uh, make sure you stop by the kiosk and make a donation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, shout out to Abdullah and them. those guys down there. They're, they're awesome. They're awesome. So, all right, that's it. That's the Hey Go Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We appreciate you tonight. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.